Welcome to Ardor's Erotic Reflections. In this podcast, Ardor gives you glimpses into some of his stories and talks about his odd and pointless views on gender, sex, and all things erotic. Hi, and welcome to the 12th episode of Ardor's Erotic Reflections. Don't forget about my other podcast, though, Art Erotica. On that podcast, I read excerpts from some of my stories and talk about the trouble I get into. You have to go to my website, arterotica.com, to get that show. That's A-R-D-O-R-O-T-I-C-A dot com. You'll find the show on my podcast page, where you can use the feed link to subscribe to it through iTunes or any other podcatcher that you like to use. You can also listen to it directly from my website. It's all free, but you'll have to go to my website to check it out. On the next episode of Art Erotica, I will be reading from a deep in public story and talking about another really hot experience I had at a party. I really wish I could talk about it here, but if two words of this story, they'd go pale-faced and hit the delete button on this podcast so fast our heads would spin. It's just that hot. So head on over to my website and listen to it there where I can talk freely. What I want to talk about today is the idea that female sexuality is more fluid than male Dan Savage is a big promoter of this idea, and I'm almost always in agreement with Dan. Actually, so far, I think there's only been one thing I've ever heard Dan say that I find myself at odds with. That's a whole different podcast, though, and I don't want to get off point. I do believe that it's true. Women are able to go back and forth between and The more interesting thing about this idea isn't whether it's true or not, which, as I said, I believe it is, but why can women be more fluid in their Why do women have this opportunity that I don't believe men do? Or, if men do, it's nowhere near to the same degree. It seems to me, too often, that and men are quote-unquote branded. And once they go over that line, they can't really come back. If you've had a experience as a man, then you're in some people's eyes no matter what you do next. I've known many women who say that they won't get involved with or date men who've had experiences with other men. Yet, a woman could have a full-blown relationship, and that would probably only get most guys excited. In truth, most guys would probably think they hit the jackpot because to them, that means there's at least the possibility of having a at some point. So basically, what I'm saying is, a woman's is more fluid because that fluidity fulfills a male fantasy. No, 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 that's not quite right. Their is allowed to be more fluid because it feeds into what guys look for most. No, I'm not sure if that's quite right either. Uh, it's somewhere in between those ideas somehow. This one is a little tricky for me to pin down. At the same time, a man is not allowed to be as fluid because a lot of women fear that means she may lose him to another man. I think this idea is still a concern because men who live in a society that still doesn't allow them to be themselves date and marry straight women. It may not be as common as it once was, but I've no doubt that it still happens. There's also this idea that a man somehow loses some of his masculinity if he's been involved with another man while a woman only becomes more attractive if she's had a encounter with another woman. 
What I think can be really funny is how some straight men are overly concerned about another man touching them. It's like even the slightest glancing brush of skin on skin can somehow sap them of their heterosexuality or something, and they freak the hell out. I go to beep parties, I've been to naturist resorts, and way back in my foolish youth, I'd even toyed with beep. What's allowed me to do all that without fear or concern is knowledge of who I really am. I've known my beep orientation pretty much from the start, and it's always been women I'm interested in, and if someone doesn't believe that, well, that's their problem, not mine. However, truth be told, I don't believe most people are 100% straight. I think most people exist somewhere in a gray area. And believe it or not, that is perfectly natural. There's something called the Kinsey scale, which is supposed to rate where your beep falls. At zero, you're 100% straight. At six, you're 100% beep. Before you go off looking for a Kinsey test, though, I'll save you some time. One doesn't exist you will find lots of so-called Kinsey tests all over the web, but they're fakes, just made to draw internet traffic or for who knows what kind of nefarious purpose. I'll put a link in the show notes to the real Kinsey Institute that talks about the scale. So basically, what I'm saying about all of this is yes, female speed is more fluid, but only because it's allowed to be so. It's not because it's some kind of exclusive female trait. In this instance, women simply have more freedom than men. And male beep is much more rigid because we don't allow it to be anything else. It does seem that by beep is gaining in popularity, but a lot of people still wrongly assume that by beep is really beep. And I don't begrudge women this freedom. Women have many, many, many more constraints on their sexuality than men do. What I will admit that bothers me is when it's used as some sort of slight against men. It's really just this stupid system that we've all made up that holds us all back. Like for instance, when someone says that the female body is more beautiful than the male body, most of us believe this simply because we've grown up in a culture that fetishizes the female form. The female body is idolized, idealized, and worshipped, while the male body is minimized and in many cases just pushed aside and ignored. Even in my own artwork, I'd much rather draw a woman than a man. It's actually harder for me to draw men because I have so little interest in them physically. Funny story, when I was a kid, I was really into comic books. I used to draw superheroes a lot. I got teased for drawing men, so I started to draw women more. Then, I got teased for being a beep. <laughs> Wonder what that has to do with how I turned out. I've thought a lot about how I depict women in my artwork. I try not to create idealized women that couldn't exist in real life. Even in my writing, I try to create realistic women. It can be difficult to not go there though, especially considering that I mostly deal with fantasies. I think a little reality among the fantasy makes things even hotter though. It makes you feel like you can obtain the fantasy and not just dream about it. And obtaining the fantasy is what I'm all about. What do you think about all this? I'd love to hear back from some of you. Sometimes I feel like I'm talking to myself here. <laughs> and don't forget, you can only get the free bonus chapters most of my books have by buying directly through me on ardorotica.com. That's A-R-D-O-R-O-T-I-C-A dot com. I use PayPal, so it's safe, secure, and the best way to buy my books. 
Stop by my website today and get a free ebook and see how simple it is to book my books on your favorite device. Thanks for listening to Arter's Erotic Reflections. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to check out his other podcast, Art Erotica. You'll find it on his podcast page on his website, arterotica.com. That's A-R-D-O-R-O-T-I-C-A.com. It's also free and has excerpts of some of the stories. Listen, subscribe, and see you next time on Arter's Erotic Reflections. Thank you.